straightforward i mean you know it's danny, danny glover who like if you're a, I guess if you're like a celebrity and you're named danny and it's not right. like danny osmond or like what, what danny Wahlberg, like if you're not one of them well i'm thinking donnie Wahlberg, aren't i sweet yeah you are but like i, I think guess danny glover and uh, danny glover and danny devito both fucking base as hell uh, i was gonna say i think danny glover and dick van dyke are the same person you don't see them in the same room and they're both raging lefties Danny DeVito, though, like... Oh, he's he, a super lefty. Like, both of them were, like, Bernie guys, and, like... Yeah. Uh, Who's that, Guzman, that uh, comedian guy? Luis Guzman? Uh, Wait. He's, like, a serious Bernie guy, too. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't oh, know yeah, that. I'll have to send you some clips. Well, he was, like, marking out uh, when Bernie won... Um, uh, I almost said Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. You well, know, I saw... When Bernie so won 20K friends, in Vegas. I got friends who live in Vegas, and they were, like... Because it was, it's just ran up. It's it's a year just about now yep, since sure Nevada, is, uh, which was like the big win, which like got everybody's fucking hopes up. God. But like, which really just activated the the fuck machine. Well, not just did. that. I mean, like, I'm not saying it was bad. It yeah, was just like I mean, <laughs> you yeah. got into the now they fight you stage. Right, right, like, right, right, right. It's what, it's what caused the uh, the uh, establishment to just decide to to kind of pucker up. And, um, you know, call in the dogs, say, here, hey, it's time to actually do discipline for the first time right. ever. <laughs> you know, we never do discipline unless it's to, like, fuck the leftover. Let me save this one here. Garbage. Right. some trash boobs here. Sorry for anybody who's, like, actually listening to the podcast. You're going to get... Oh, we're gonna, I, got a, I got a recording, but I haven't, like, brought us in yet. Oh, uh, it's fine. I'm just, like... Yeah, I just feel bad for people in like not a visual medium who are like, "What mm -hmm. is this guy talking about?" No, nah, I figured after Maybe. this round we could uh, get started. Yeah, it's whatever. This is the best. I honestly, I feel like the first five minutes before we record yeah. are always the best. Anyway, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, I got it rolling. To be clear, yeah, good. It's a good thing. Uh, um, but yeah, Danny Glover. I know him as yeah. I know he went to like Bernie's rallies and spoke beforehand and stuff. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll read the I, article and we can go through it when we, when we yeah, do it. It's gonna be cool. Danny Glover's great. Um, what's your favorite Danny Glover movie? I don't know. I mean, like Kimberly one. really likes the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Richard Donner's pretty cool. Mine's gonna be uh... a. <clears throat> do you know what mine is? Because I'm gonna be in the Cool Kids Club. What is it? Can you guess? Give me three guesses. Give me Operation one guess. Dumbo Drop. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's the uh, just to keep keep it moving. You yeah. got your one guess. Um, the reinvention of the American horror movie. Saw. Oh yeah, he was in that. He was so in good. Saw. He was so cool in Saw. Like that, Carrie just Elway, a guy like losing his mind. 
That so those awesome. movies are weird. Like they got really no, weird. No, the, the, the first ones amazing. were good. The first one is such a good movie. I saw like, the second one in a theater. Like, it's got things to say. Yeah, I watched it with my dad at like the dollar theater. If anybody remembers, yeah, you could go see a movie for a dollar. That's how you old know, we are. You know what I was thinking about? Like, mm-hmm. how did this not happen? Like, how did they not? How did like drive-in movies not come back during COVID? That's kind of crazy, right? Because it, you, the land, dude, land's expensive. That's why. I guess. Mostly, mostly that's why they went away in the first place. But I mean, like, they couldn't. That the seems like the perfect, small. the perfect thing, right? Like the perfect, yeah, like social distanced, um, sort of like thing you could like set up fucking anywhere, really. Two greatest jobs I ever had as a kid. Um, I worked at an AMC movie theater. Shout out to AMC. Damn! Wow. Um, now you're up. Now you're a part owner of AMC. I know, right? Well, it, um, I stole a couple thousand dollars from them when oh. I was working there. True story. Um, On the stock market, of course. No, IRL. Stole oh, in a video right game, you mean. In a video and game. I stole it out of the drawer. <laughs> it's too late now. It's not your limitations. Is that? <laughs> I'm just thinking for TOS. <laughs> it, it, the reason, like, it still gives me, um, like, cold sweats. Uh-huh. Uh, this is probably, it's probably, like, 1500 two grand. But it gives me cold sweats because I was thinking I'm, like, I was 16 and I did that. I was such a stupid kid. And like I was taking like legit penitentiary chances to like for no money. Damn. Like yeah, you know what I mean? Like I think about either. that as an adult, and I'm like, oh my god, that was so stupid. Mm-hmm. One, I can't believe I didn't get caught. I'm glad Two, you didn't get caught. I had I had a whole hustle going. Like you couldn't do it now. I assume there's no way. So um, what I would do is they had um, the ticket. The so you had a computer. I, I worked the ticket booth right in the box office. And you couldn't um, now. There wasn't the cast register only kept track of like how many seats sold and what's theater, so you know like how many were left, and to make sure like if it sold out, you didn't oversell this theater, right? Mm-hmm. But it didn't like do like if anybody's worked like a retail job, you have a cash register that tells you how much change, right? Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day, I mean, it's still kind of like this now, I guess. I haven't, I don't remember paying for cash with a movie lately, but. Um, movie tickets were always like eight fifty, six fifty for a child's ticket. Always ended with fifty cents, mm-hmm. something round like that. Even with tax included, right? The reason why they did that is because the sixteen-year-old um, cashier, like box office person, was counting back change. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this ingenious scam that um, what I would do was. Okay, a child's ticket is um, six fifty. An adult ticket is eight fifty. Right, mm-hmm. so that's a difference of two dollars. So what I would do is I would sell tickets. Um, if you came up, let's say you and your wife came up, obviously two adults, and I wouldn't do this every transaction. Obviously, I would do this maybe every fifth transaction, every eighth, every tenth. I'd probably do it more than like eight, tenth, or fifteenth transaction. I would sell two adults, two child's tickets. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's a profit of they would give me, but I would charge them. It was eight fifty, so that's sixteen, seventeen dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, and I would give them. They would give me seventeen dollars. I'd give them back their change. Now that, and I'd put the change, I'd put the money in the drawer. That's now the drawer's over by four bucks, mm-hmm. and I would just make a hash like on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, when I knew there was no managers in the box off, I mean in the office to watch the camera. Because, you know, uh, it'd be like one night manager, right? On like a Saturday night or something. Then I would make sure that they were somewhere else, like whatever. 
and I would just reach right in there. I would go one, two, three, and I'd had the, the total counted up, and I would just take the money right out of the door. Yeah. Well, the move that um, the move that I used to pull when I waited tables, like, well, this was actually when I used to do to go. Right. So um, one of the things that I would get people on was the impulse buy, right? So uh, there were people would be getting to go stuff all the time. Right. And right. Uh, like most of the time on restaurants, like like for most of the time that I've been around, like they would make you ring up a drink, even if it's water, they would make you ring up a drink to steal it. But on to go, they never make you do that. They never make you do it because people don't always order to go drinks. But what okay. I would always do is when people are trying to walk out the door, I would like suggestive sell them a drink. And just say, oh, yeah, that's like 225 I had the price memorized. And they would yeah. give it to me. And it would just be pure cash, pure profit. Like two bucks a time. Sick, dude. Or like a dollar. It's like a dollar, two dollars or something like that. I just put it in a drawer. Like you could never, ever find it out in a million fucking years because it's to-go. Yeah. Nobody nobody did drinks for to-go. You want to know why how, um, you want to know why I stopped? Let me tell you the story of like what got me to stop doing it. Uh-huh. So um, I get called in the office. And they're like, Robert, I have to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, shit, they know. I'm fucked. So he's like, oh, your drawers, your drawer was way off. And I'm like, fuck. How okay. off? At least, at least they don't know I stole it. I fucked up the math. Mm-hmm. They said, your drawer is over by $300. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I guess that's $300 for AMC then. That's the way. Yeah, right? You didn't count down your own drawer? I fucked it up. No, no, I didn't. And I so I fucked it up. And, um, and so... I just stopped doing it after that yeah. because I was like, like okay, wow, obviously really like, keep track of. I don't, I don't want, I fucked this up real bad. I don't want them to be on to me. Thank God it was over and not short because it doesn't even oh, like, if it's why. short, they're going to be way more pissed. Yeah. Oh, if they're short, they would have been going through the cameras. Yeah. I mean, but, they probably went know, through the cameras anyway. Yeah. But I mean, they're um, not going to look as hard when they made extra money. You know what I mean? Right. Right. They, you know, they're going to go drop this fucking probably pocket of that shit. Yeah. But no, they, they didn't because oh, they yeah. gave me up. So they had to like drop that money in the um in the deposit but um anywho so yeah i was like that's why i always thought i would make such a good drug dealer because if i could like honestly i like if i could have a plug i like if i make some money and as soon as soon as i feel the heat on me i'm like well it's been fun yeah it's new neighborhood time it's been it's been a good ride you know i'm not gonna sit here and like push it to the limit i do the same thing like I, I do the same thing playing poker. Like I, I told you, I played poker Saturday night. I was up like a hundo, like a hundo twenty five. Yeah. And like these guys, I know they were like they. There was pots. There was a, a nine hundred dollar pot, and I was just like, "This is a crazy game." I'm oh like, God. "These guys are deep stacked. Oh my God. They're good. They're not drunk." And I'm just like, "You know what? I, I hit some. I hit somebody up on a pot. I went all in. I doubled up, and I was just like, you know what? Good Peace. night." Good night. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, y'all are too good for me to stay here with y'all. And it's like 1 a.m. Nobody's getting their money back. Nobody's getting their money back at 1 a.m. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm like, bye. You know, it's time to go. No one to fold, hold them and fold them. Yeah. No one to walk away. No one to run. Dude, another job scam that was so bad. I worked at Borders, right? Um, and then they wanted me to work the uh, the kiosk, uh, um, the kiosk during the Christmas in the mall to be like um to sell those shitty calendars right so i would be at that damn kiosk all day like selling the calendars and um i did like i was talking to my manager and she was really cool and she was like oh whatever like blah blah blah. we're talking about something i was like yeah i was like um 
Oh, let me rewind this story. So people would always come come to me and be like, oh, this is a nice calendar. Uh, it's $10. I'm like, yeah, I'll give you seven for it. Just thinking I was like some some like Middle East. I mean, honestly, like they thought I was just like a Middle Eastern dude in the middle of a kiosk, even though I'm black. I know that's what they thought. <laughs> they thought I was like, hey, buddy, 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 you know, buy calendar. Like they thought they were just kind of like it was like fucking goddamn bizarre in, um, in Indiana Jones or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the fucking mall, bro. Like, it's ten dollars. What are you talking about? They're like, oh, I'll give you, I'll give you eight bucks. And I'm like, whatever. I'm like, get out of here. Well, anyway, forward this story along. My manager's like, um, we're talking about something, just having this whatever conversation. And I said, I said something like, oh yeah, you know, we got all these calendars. I'll clean it. I'll make sure they're all sorted and cleaned up for you, so it's easier to do inventory. And she just went, inventory? We don't inventory that shit. <laughs> excuse me what excuse me hello you what you told me that right it was all i was billy mays i got calendars ten dollars tip for you buddy 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 seven dollars <laughs> right in the like auction oh, fucking day. it was we, it we was were talking about billy mays the other day it was me and scott were talking something about billy mays i can't remember i think it was on uh it was on the uh morning show because uh, you can check out the morning show, youtube.com slash uh, good morning comrade. Uh, I think Scott was talking something about Billy Mays. Like, uh, <laughs> he would have been like the, uh, he would have been like the fucking Bernie guy of the, of the, uh, Dude, that would have been sick. what if we had like a Billy Mays like going like a Twitter fight, like yeah. him and, and, and my, and, uh, my pillow guy. Dude. Oh my God. Yeah. My pillow guy's That'd the Trump be... guy. And you know, because That'd Billy be Mays so and, uh, <laughs> Billy Mays and that guy had like very extremely similar energies. Um, they were both like yeah. total, like, like grifters and stuff, but like, it's, I don't know. There was something very funny and something kind of wholesome about Jim, Billy Mays. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. he was a grifter about like, a grifter with a heart. But anyway, you know, like, um, those pillows aren't worth a damn, but that like flex seal tape totally is. I've used it on my house. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, the other thing we talked about also was that sham wow guy. Remember him with that like oh, stupid yeah. haircut? That's he's absolutely either like a, he's either a Trump guy like a QAnon Trump guy, or he's like uh, a fucking tech fascist type. That's no, the only he's two not a QAnon guy. He's not even a tech fascist. He's like a Rob Portnoy type guy. Just a nerd, just a loser. Yeah, just like a, a bro, like a uh-huh. like a, a right wing bro, mm-hmm. who's just like, man, taxes suck, bro. Yeah, like a libertarian, like a like a Joe. Ro- like a, not Joe not even smart enough to have libertarian arguments. Huh? Just like a guy who wears like a MAGA hat because. It's it's he thinks it's, it's cool funny, funny, but like really does like Trump. It's it's yeah. not even ironic at that point. But he tries to make it ironic. Like like that's the thing. They're like they they have the the irony for the sake of irony, but it's not ironic. They're actually like extremely earnest about it. Exactly. That's what I mean. you get me. Yeah. You get me. Yeah, yeah. You get me, dude. <sighs> I hate that would so cool. The the my pillow Billy Mays war. We have no champion, dude. We have no champion in the um in the uh the direct market retail space to stand for us yeah we need to re- we need to really deepen our bench in this game we need to we need Ooh. to find better uh find better grifters who will rise to meet that challenge i guess i mean it, i mean could we do it could we pull it off it's, i mean i'm a really good salesman but like i i can't i'm trying to think like who in the maybe like i would want to say maybe mark cuban mark but cuban. no Honestly, no, because he's like a libertarian, though. He's he, like a 
You know who I would say he's who would rise guy. and like he's not like a huckster, but would rise in that like I fully engage in capitalist space, but like fuck the like fuck capitalism and and um I'm just trying to make an honest dollar. Um the CEO of Costco. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know enough about him. I know that they run <laughs> Costco like in the smart capitalist way from the perspective of like they their way of making sure that the union doesn't happen is Can they do video? a good enough job. Yeah, go ahead. They do a decent enough job of like paying their workers less terribly than most other places would do. But like it's not because they're it's not because they're like wholesome or whatever. It's not because they're good. It's because they're like they're trying to f- they, they they know that it's way easier and way better PR to not do like direct union busting. They just decided like well what do you need? we actually pay you better than most places. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not I, Here's the deal. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um Here's the deal, though, with that, mm-hmm. is that it, I think you hit something on the head there. In a perfect world, we wouldn't need a union. Like, we, you know well, how... In, but in I don't mean, no, world, wait, 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 wait. I don't mean, like, the way that capitalists say, corporations say, of just, of just uh, oh, you don't need the union. We're all family. That's bullshit. What I'm saying is, if labor conditions were um, pro-worker, then the union wouldn't need to exist. That's not going to happen. That's never right. going the to happen. The only way that that would happen is if the workers are the ones that own the means of production, right? Like, I guess, yeah, you're right. But I guess what I'm saying is if we're going to go on a ladder of like what's really bad about capitalists, the guys who the guys who run their company in a way that like keep work conditions so good that it keeps a union away, mm-hmm. they are on the absolute bottom of the list. Well, yeah, they're not the most immediate problem. They're the smart ones that know that the way to maintain their position in the social order is to do these kinds of like, like small concessions on the front end to maintain Mm -hmm. the established order. They're still the fucking boss. They're still the ones that are making the most of the money, but the workers are just like less on the edge. You know, it's still nefarious. It's still insidious, but it's like less. It's less like. immediately like crushing to the workers when um when i lived in cincinnati and people would um people who worked at the across the river in kentucky they worked at the um toyota plant Mm -hmm. and they would say oh we're getting paid 30 dollars an hour we got four weeks of vacation we got this this and this we don't need no damn union here that's why we don't need a union lol and i'm like yeah do you know why you have all that because across the river is the Ford plant. Yeah. And, they and guess less. what they have? Yeah. They're trying to keep them up out of there. Yes. You know, and so if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Like when that I is not the hill you. personally I am prepared to die on. Well, well, well when I when I um well the thing is with those kinds of concessions, specifically with auto industry, because it's happened when I when I talked to uh it's actually we was a former guest on the show. We 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 went up um, a bunch of us from DSA New Orleans went up to the uh, uh, when they had the UAW strike um, to the uh, Alabama. I mean, sorry, yeah, Mississippi no, rather plant. They have a parts facility out there that's GM, and uh, the guy was telling us a story. His name was Jamal, uh, real cool dude. You should go back and listen to that episode. Uh, really cool dude. I I need to give him a call. Maybe we should get him back on. Um, but anyway, 
um, he talked about the union drive that UAW tried to do in uh, Mississippi because he was at a GM plant. Uh, they tried to do one with Nissan, and Nissan did exactly what you're talking about. They they um, were trying to keep the union out so they would give them like this, that, and the other thing. And and when the union drive ends, guess what? All that shit disappears. It dries up. Right. It sucks. <laughs> because because I mean, no no promise with the boss, you know, is is ever like guaranteed. And like part of the reason that um, Costco can get away with that is because they're they have like super high profit margins, and they don't like they they can they can do it and survive and know right. that that's gonna keep keep the union out. And I mean, again, that's the that's that that is not a particularly um, fertile situation, Costco specifically. For unionization, I don't know if it did pop up. Like Amazon's the priority. Amazon's absolutely the priority. They yeah, have absolutely. like the worst labor practices that you could possibly imagine. That is where you start. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Specifically because they um, have such reach. And you know, we we kind of like ambled, kind of ass backwards into where I wanted to talk about um, because we we kind of like had a little discussion about um, the union drive that's happening in uh, Bethmer, Alabama, which is uh, undergoing uh, underway right now. Uh, they have seven weeks of voting. I'm not exactly sure when that wraps. Um, but yeah, we like we talked a little bit about that uh, with Jamie on our Tuesday show. And uh, I have a couple of articles that I wanted to uh, jump in with and I have also one video. Let's start with the video. Sure. So this is from um, a sort of like a media outfit called More Perfect Union. They've been doing a lot of really good um, kind of videos around uh, the action, the strike, the union drive rather. It's not a strike, it's a union drive uh, out in Alabama. Um, so here's a video that they put out. Uh, it's got Ilan Omar. It's got um, a couple of, you know, like politicians and celebrities. Give me one second. Awesome people like Ilan Omar. Yeah, while you're doing that, good. That gives me a story. Um, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Jeff. I'm just saying that's why that's how bad capitalism is. I yeah, was trying to course. reach and find a funny, like, you know, who would be our champion. But the Costco guy, like, I don't know if you know the story of um, – so if you, I don't know if you have a Costco membership, but they have a hot dog and soda combo, which is a dollar fifty, right? Yeah. And their share, their um, their shareholders have been saying, the majority of shareholders have been saying for decades, like, you know, Jack we got to get rid of this. We're we're getting killed on it. And he's like, over my dead body, we'll never get rid of this ever. And he was asked by some business journal, it's like, you know, how are you making like how much money are you losing on this? Because you know, millions of people buy it all the time. And he's just like, we don't lose any money on anything we sell. It's a fine product. I'm happy to support it. He's like, well, we ever see it go up? He goes, yeah. If you ever see the hot dog combo go up, that means I'm dead. Apparently, uh, they um, the the supplier for beef had them over. They knew they had them over a barrel because they were like, oh, we're the, we're the only ones that will supply you beef at like even at kind of the price the price that you want. So we want more money. It's gonna try. It's gonna make it so you'd have to eat. Losses are like charged more for the hot dog combo. So Costco just bought 
uh, they they literally just bought them out and said, "No, you're not going to screw us over," and just bought the whole factory out. Yeah. So now they own the production line. <laughs> it's an amazing story, actually. Mm -hmm. you just, yeah, Google it. Yeah, like, that's tell, interesting. And plus, like, it also has one. It has that effect that they used to kind of have at like the McDonald's places or whatever. It's like, oh, or, or Wendy's used to do this when like, like, like our thing has been 99 cents for the past 30 years or whatever. The price oh. of, a, you know, I don't know if it's a Big Mac, whatever the hell, but like this sandwich has been the same price since forever. And, and that's sort of like has like, it's a marketing thing too, of course. because it's like, we're making sure that we're not like screwing you on the front end. We're passing the savings along to you, you know, but yeah, anyway, uh, back to Amazon. So here's a video from more perfect union that'll sort of set the table for, uh, what we're talking about. And then I have a couple of articles that I wanted to get into with this. So here is Alan Omar. Amazon is that big fish. The fight that you are waging is not only going to impact people where you work, it's going to send a message to workers all across this country. It sort of is a domino effect. The value for it is not it only is, for you singularly, but for the present, the past, and the future. That's why we need you to vote yes. Even if you are taking on the richest guy in the country, even the if you are taking on a incredibly powerful corporation. You deserve the dignity and well-being that the union can help provide allowing you to care for yourself and those you love. The five-day work week, 40-hour work week, um, the weekends we enjoy, paid holidays, sick days and vacations, overtime, family and medical leave, military leave, safety standards, and so much more. All of that is um, the work of unions. Workers stand up, stand together, and fight they can Win. When voices have been silenced throughout our history, unions have also been a place to give voice to working families. If you don't feel dignified um, and you're constantly fighting for your humanity to be recognized, um, you're just a shell of, of a person. You're not fully existing. I know it's not easy. I know that Amazon is putting a lot of pressure on you to vote against the union. It's like a pep talk. I hope no, well, you got to get people together. hyped, man. You got to get everybody. You got to get Bernie out there. You got to get movie stars like Danny Glover. Yeah, you got to get professional Among Us champion Elon Omar out there. <laughs> you need to get her daughter Isra on there because she would like she she'd be the one eight. that crushes. Like you don't mess oh, with her. That anyway. that you guys stand Snark. together, do the right thing, and tell the world that the workers in Amazon are prepared to move forward and create the first union in Amazon in the United States of America, right there in Alabama. You carry on the spirit and tradition in Alabama that has fought against so many obstacles. You carry on, you're the continuum of that, that struggle. It is the right thing to do, it is the just thing to do, and God bless you. Hell yeah, I, I love that, man. It's That's great. You're literally carrying on King's legacy. I didn't uh -huh. think about it like that. Yeah. I mean, he died on a on a union drive with uh, workers uh, in sanitation. So anyway, that like that just kind of and even like Stacey Abrams, who politics on like many things I do not share. 
the fact that she's on side for this is a very, very good thing. Like, that's one of those things where, like, you see liberals who are, like, coming, you know, even if it's for opportunistic reasons, they're, you know, they're coming into here. And I'm not, like, I'm not, like, denigrating the reasons Stacey Hay. For all I know, she honestly mm-hmm. and earnestly supports the Union Drive. Uh, that's awesome and, and welcome aboard, you know, sister. It's great. Uh, at the same time, like it's one of those things that you can sort of like, hey, this is a place that we actually can build power, and maybe liberals could be like, not so much liberals down the line, <laughs> you know. Uh, so anyway, that is sort of like uh, a, a, a sort of launching point that I wanted to uh, talk about uh, a little bit of these, uh, a couple of these things. One, number one, was specifically about Danny Glover. Uh, showing up in Bessemer, Alabama. I, I think it's really interesting, and I really like. I don't know. There's something very cute about Danny Glover. Like he, like. If, sorry if you weren't able, weren't watching the video version of this. Uh, you can watch it on Twitch.tv forward slash Good Morning Comrade. But like, he had this like the the most genuine look in his eye. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's a great actor for sure. But like, he he was saying this with like the most like emotion. Like it was he was very very compelling. You know what I mean? Like Danny Glover is like super good at this. He rocks. No, for sure he rocks. Um, yeah, and there's just no reason why the richest company on earth, most profitable company on earth, cannot have a union. There's just no. There's no earthly reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you can shave some of those profits, you know, like, and give people a decent standard of living. Like it's okay. We can get stuff like in two days instead of one day. Mm-hmm. We don't have people don't have to like piss in Coke bottles. My, you know, whatever your Amazon purchases ain't that important. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to put it put things on the end user either. No, of course not. Because it's not it's not our problems. It's not our fault that we engage in capitalism. Um, it's literally the only system that, that we've we ever want. lived in in our entire lives. It's fault that they exploit people. But I'm saying that the. The argument will be used is, oh, you can't get your if if we uh, if we don't work people to death, you can't get your one day any your one day Amazon deliveries anymore. Okay, you just you know when they say that you say okay, don't so, care. Um, I, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. So here's the video from the uh, the VA the Bessemer Alabama Amazon Union. Um, so yeah, let's take a look. I'm Danny Glover here in Bessemer, Alabama, and I'm here in support of workers here, right here at Amazon, right here with you, knowing that it is a very important moment this month, this coming month, where you're going to work and vote and deliberate about having a union, being have, having the right to have a union, having the right to have union representation in all the matters that, that, that mean so much in your life. They only, not only is this for its value, the value for it is not only for you singularly, but for the present, the past, and the future. That's why we need you to vote yes. We need you to be, vote yes. You carry on the spirit and tradition in Alabama that has fought against so many obstacles. You carry on, you're the continuum of that, that struggle. It is the right thing to do. It is the just thing to do. And God bless you. Incredible. You gotta love yeah. it, man. And then, uh, so that's so I get just like I'm, I get a little bit like when the celebs are doing their thing. I kind of usually get a little bit, uh, you know, 
like is this you know culture is this politics but i mean this is clearly politics this is this is yeah my man's at the end of his life dog he's not and it's bringing not worried about it's bringing attention to a critical situation like it's something that like i mean like seriously if the if this amazon uh drive is a victory that's sort of something that we can point to when it comes to other places and say well that's possible isn't it Absolutely. And then I also wanted to talk about somebody. That's what they're terrified of. I want to talk about somebody who claims to be a union guy. I mean, that was what a lot of folks were saying in the mm -hmm. run up to the election. Oh, Joe Biden is a union guy. Joe Biden is a union guy. I could, I, I, I kept hearing it. I, you know, I was just sort of thinking. Well, union guy is from Politico. Union guy Joe Biden keeps his distance from Al Amazon union fight. Huh. The White House urged employers not to run anti-union campaigns, but that was about as far as it pushed the e-commerce giant. Oh, please, 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 Amazon, please don't run anti-union campaigns. We're asking you, pretty please. <laughs> yeah, they can't get enough of that Bitcoin or Google, whatever, man. They can't mm. get enough of them tech dollars, bro. When Joe it. Biden was running for president, he promised union members that he would be the, quote, best friend labor had ever had in the White House. Now in office, Biden is keeping his distance from the biggest union fight of his early presidency, one involving a powerful company that gave to his inauguration and has pledged to help his administration fight the COVID-19 pandemic. The White House on Sunday declined to directly endorse the union election at the e-commerce giant Amazon's Alabama warehouse, telling Politico that it's uh, the president's position and the position of the U.S. government to encourage union organizing and collective bargaining. So if they're going <laughs> to... So we're going to get into some of the specifics, and we talked a little bit about this too, the specifics about the union busting that Amazon's doing. But he's saying, oh, we encourage... Uh, union organizing. Let me tell you something that always kind of gets me. Even the most cynical take, right? Mm -hmm. Like, my most cynical idea is like, oh, these people want, you know, they want, they're going to give to Joe Biden. Um, I'm about to start this run over. But no, they're going to, they're going to, these tech giants and huge corporations are going to give, you know, money to both Republicans and Democrats to hedge their bets. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, the thing is, I don't understand why these politicians feel like they have to keep their promises to or not even promises I would say because they're not making overt promises to these why they feel they have to do anything for these corporations um more than they have to keep their promises to their voters. These corporations are going to give money to to both um both parties no matter what mm -hmm. i mean even if you say no take an amazon right so if if joe biden's like nah son um there needs to be a union we're going to back union organizing and joe biden wins another uh another four years right do you really think that amazon's not going to give him any more money to have the seat uh, they they want access they want a seat at the uh -huh. table no matter what yeah. they're not going to like stop giving you money dude and if they do, guess what? Maybe, I mean, maybe if you can actually build up an organized, like a political machine that is rooted in labor, rooted in the working class, then, then, and I mean, obviously, like the idea that Joe Biden would do that is a fantasy. But you like, think that, uh, like, some people listening to this might think I'm naive. How many, how many people chased after Trump 
hung out in the lobby of like the Trump Plaza Hotel, mm-hmm. uh, just gave gave him all kinds of money and any kind of you know anything they could give him without breaking the emoluments cause uh, clause or while, while breaking and, it, and not never got caught. any access to him mm-hmm. that he did nothing for, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna just want to have access to want to ha- they want to be lanyard boys. They mm-hmm. want to get invited to like White House parties and shit. That doesn't mean you have to do policy for them. You don't have to do shit for them. Well, just the ex- be like, there is expectation of that, but yeah, I know what you're saying. There's expectation all day. There's mm-hmm. expect there there can be expectation all day, but how about jerk them around as much as you joke your voters well, around? Well, part of the reason you know, somebody like Joe Biden gets into the position that he's in is because he's proven well enough. Yeah. That he's gonna be move around like they, they can move him around, you know. It would be almost like a rebellion on his part, and he's not a rebellious guy. He's a he, you know, he's a you know, square from Delaware. Hey, yep. it rhymes. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that, that that's why they ha- that's why we even have a Joe Biden. That's why he gets so much money, and and Bernie has to raise more money than anybody by small t- contributions. You know. That's right. So anyway, uh, I'll continue. Um, Quote, here's a quote. Well, no, I'm sorry, before the quote. A Biden spokeswoman stressed that it's also White House policy not to comment on the merits of of specific cases that are currently before or likely to be before the National Labor Relations Board, which adjudicates unionization campaigns. Oh, I am. I'm just the judge here. I'm the umpire. I'm not uh, I'm not going to weigh in on this. I can't do that. I don't don't have a bully pulpit. I like a president actually do things. That's only for wars, man. President Biden has urged employers not to run anti-union campaigns or interfere with organizing and bargaining and has called for holding employers accountable and increasing penalties when they do, the spokesperson said. Ugh. That makes me nuts. Remember when Obama said he was going to put on his penny loafers and go out there and get on the picket line <sighs> with striking like Verizon workers? And again, like like when even like opportunity, like, you know, when Chicago was on strike and it was during the campaign, the teachers uh, were about to go on strike or when they did go on strike in UAW uh, in 2019. You know, you did see people like Bernie and even Liz Warren and people like that out there, you know, whether they're doing so opportunistically or not, they're at least doing sending the signals. You know, Joe Biden, the union guy. Where you at, bud? Where you at, Mac? Where you at, Again, Jack? Like- I understand cynical, like, like, I think I'm, it's weird because I'm, I feel like for our show, I'm, I'm a combination of like the most tanky and the most like rambunctious, but then also mm-hmm. the most cynical. I feel like even if Bernie never believed anything that he, like, I don't know his heart, like maybe this is just a big grift. He's now like put himself into the corner to where like he has to go on that picket yeah, you line. Got, you can't so where, like a guy years. like Joe Biden has no shame. Mm-hmm. Like he'll say what the fuck ever. And then he will just be like, ah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the like, comments, the comments from the White House underscore the delicate political dynamics that exist around the election in Alabama. Uh, Alabama. Oh, it's so delicate. You can't. It's like, 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 gla- like, like fucking China dolls or something. And an election that could result in Amazon's first unionized factory in America. And they quickly drew rebuke from labor advocates who still haven't forgotten about the time former President Barack Obama rebuffed calls to join thousands of public workers protesting against a GOP-led state law that restricted 
affected state employees' ability to unionize, despite previously pledging to walk the picket line on behalf of labor. Oh, he said he talked a big game. He, Obama talked a big game. He, he said, like you said before, he's going to put on his, his penny loafers and walk the picket line. But then when, 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 when push came to shove, where was he? Where'd he go? We got a um, quote from Sarah Nelson here, too. Okay, go with that. Quote, if we don't have the leader of the free world speaking up and saying, I've got these workers' backs... Uh, so they can actually freely choose their union. We're leaving them stranded, said Sarah Nelson. She is the president of the American Flight Attendant, CWA. I mean, this is a real opportunity for the president to say, I mean what I say. When I put forward the ideals that I have in my labor platform, and you know, that that's exactly right. And, that, and you know what? Doing exactly this is exactly what Bernie campaigned on doing. He said he would do this shit. And I believe that he would do it because he has done it in the past. It's almost like we didn't just have a fake populist uh, mm-hmm. as president for four years. And the Democratic Party is like trying their hardest to just like pave the way mm-hmm. for another one. Because that's what we're going to get. We're going to get like another fake populist. And it's probably going to be worse than Trump. Because every every day that like Biden breaks promises like this, Biden reopens uh, child concentration camps. Uh, every day that I don't have my two thousand dollar check, fuck a fourteen hundred in my bank account, is is a, another quiver in this like, whoever rises from the cesspool of the GOP, mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis or some shit, it's just another another bullet in their gun that they're gonna fu- they're gonna put to to Biden's head and just fire on him. Yep, it's absurd. The I'm situation saying, in Alabama presents a different set of challenges, however. The factory workers, Nelson added, are, quote, taking on incredible power, and they need to know that they've got the president of the United States who has their back, and they're going to have a fair chance. And Biden's just saying, like, oh, well, yeah, we can uh, just call him balls and strikes here, chief. Call him balls and strikes, Mac. <laughs> there's one I mean, more quote. I, there's something to be said for the whole, like, I, I didn't, as much as how shitty it is to where he was like, I'm not going to do an executive order to do, um, to do, to forgive student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Um, but hit the rest of that answer, like that's shitty. Like he should just do, he doesn't want to open that door. I get it. Like whatever. He should just do an executive order yeah. because I don't he just talk, he's just doing, he's not, he's saying he can't do it because he doesn't want to do it. But there is something to be said of, you know what, like, you have to make me do it. Like, you mm-hmm. have to put it on my desk. So let's get out and win more elections, you know, mm-hmm. and let's, that would be, that would be a thing uh, he could say, you know, I'm just calling balls and strikes if we didn't have all three branches of government right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can no, come no, back and say, you just, know what, I can't do this on my own, but bullshit. Uh, put a bill up, put a mm-hmm. bill up. It'll go, we'll get no Republican votes. Mm-hmm. It'll be a tie. Uh, I'll whip Joe Manchin. Make sure no, he no, votes no, no, for no, no. it, and That's then what happens, um, we'll just get Kamala to sign it. What happens when 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 I Joe Biden does this? When when he says, "Oh, I want a bill." Okay, if you do a bill, then. The, the Republicans are going to complain about like, oh, that's not a bipartisan bill. The Democrats are just pushing their agenda. And then Joe Biden's going to be like, wow, the Democrats are just pushing their agenda. That's that's not cool. That's not bipartisan. That's not that's not me, Mac. You know, that's not what that that's 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 what's going to happen. He knows where the breaks are in our government. 
And he's going to use every single one of them that prevent, prevent this shit from getting through. When he says he's not going to do $50,000 or he doesn't think he can do $50,000 worth of uh, student loan forgiveness, that means he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Pure and yeah, simple. I don't, I don't care what Republicans do, like, mm-hmm. but I'm saying if you do want to like play the play the bourgeoisie game, like, mm-hmm. I could I could understand that. Yeah. Um, but they're so afraid to like they have fifty plus one right now, um, in the Senate or whatever. They have the tiebreaker vote and mm-hmm. they're afraid to like use it. Yeah. For some reason, because they feel like the Republican Party somehow has breaks. Yeah. And they somehow like have some kind of weird arrangement where they won't just take power and then just push through whatever the fuck they want to push through. Yeah. It's, it's, it's liberalism at its best. And that's why we're all doomed. And here's the um, last quote. This is from the president of the RWDSU, uh, which is the uh, union that the Bessemer Alabama workers are organizing with. I think it's important for the administration to demonstrate during the campaign its support, its support for unionization. That's from Stuart Applebaum, the president of the, uh, of the, of the union. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's very clear. It's a great opportunity for, them, for the administration to show working people what's important to them. And you know what? They are showing what's important to them. Joe Biden is showing what's important. He's showing them that's important, but that he doesn't do anything to piss off Amazon. He doesn't want to change the established order. So I wanted to get one super last part on here uh, and talk about something that Jamie brought up just the other day, uh, which is Jefferson County now says traffic traffic lights were changed near Amazon. So there's been a lot of union busting. What was that about? She said that, and I just was like, yeah. So here's an article from from AL.com. It's Alabama paper. Jefferson County spokeswoman today said that the county did, in fact, change traffic signals near Amazon's Bessemer Fulfillment Center at the company's request. At the company's request. County spokeswoman Helen Hayes said the signals were changed in December at the company's request so that traffic would not back up into the parking lot. The length of a green light depends on the number of vehicles approaching the intersection and is incrementally increased up to a maximum amount of time. Cal Merkert, deputy uh, county manager, said that the signals continue to operate based on demand from traffic detection. Quote, however, due to traffic backups during the shift changes, the maximum green uh, times for the traffic signal at Shirley Park Drive was increased to clear more vehicles per phase. This action was taken on December 15th after being notified uh, by Amazon on traffic delays. The action taken is a routine for traffic signal operations, blah, 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 blah. Members of the organ- uh, union organizing at uh, Amazon made a claim in video circulating on social media from a more perfect union, uh, which is a media site that the, Bessemer, uh, the city of Bessemer had changed the signal at Al- Al- uh, Amazon's request to keep employers from stopping to talk to union members. In the video, union organizers even organizers and Amazon employees made claims about attempts that uh, uh, say Amazon has uh, made to complete that complicate their efforts to provide union information. So basically, when people would be stopped, yeah, we are living in a dystopia, aren't we? Um, when when people are stopped at the traffic light, you know, people would kind of like you know 
the firemen or whatever would like pass that boot around and say, Hey, give us some money or whatever. You know, they would be, you know, knocking on people's windows and saying, Hey, vote yes on union. And they just decided that, Oh, we're going to make these traffic lights go really fast and get these people the fuck out of here. So that was for sure. Like after union organizing started, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I can understand like it's a huge Amazon warehouse opens in like New Orleans East and mm-hmm. like you've got to have to change some traffic passion uh, passions but traffic looks, patterns for that but this was for sure yeah like the dates line up right I mean the re- they did it on December 15th the election was this month so I mean like it's mm-hmm. very very clear and very very obvious that this is what's been happening that 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 thing has been there for a while um holy god Amazon actually had the city this is a quote uh, come out uh, out there and recalibrate recalibrate the red light so they can't stop the chat with us," said Randy Hadley, council president of the uh, of the union. Last week, the county said the signals were automatic and that there was quote no manipulation of the traffic light on our part or by the city of Bessemer. They lied. How can it be automatic? That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Like the amount of time, like that. That's are are they assuming nobody in the city has ever driven a car before because. The amount of time that like a traffic light stays one color mm-hmm. is determined by the traffic pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, have you? That's that's why like lights at they change at like different time periods. So it's like if you're somewhere that's like not busy at night, the, mm-hmm. it'll be a lot shorter than it will be at daytime. Mm-hmm. Holy God! Like how stupid they think people are in the age where people have supercomputers in their pockets. Yeah, you can't and- just Google how fucking traffic lights work and here's an article from the intercept i think we might have talked about this a little bit um yeah I, i'm almost 100 certain that uh, that amazon hi- this is from lee fong and the intercept uh amazon hired a coke backed anti-union consultant to fight amazon warehouse organizing the head of the center for independent employees that's what the, that's what the group's that's called awesome, the dude. center for independent that's employees awesome. incredible so they should be called like the 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 for fucking of, they should be called the League Busters. of Contented Workers. Yeah. Um, they're paid $3,200 per day to thwart what could become the most unionized facility in the, in the uh, U.S. for Amazon. And they're doing wild shit. Like, they are... They have... Um, uh, pictures. And, and I gotta find this great the, picture. That should be the name of this um, episode, by the way. League of Contented Workers. What's that? That should be the uh, the name of the episode, League of Contented Workers. Yeah, there you go. Um, they don't have any pictures in this article, but this, they do have the documentation in this reporting. But they had video, like, like pictures, uh, mm-hmm. like inside of st- like bathroom stalls. So when you're taking your you know bathroom break, they have it say like vote union no, like on the inside of the stall. So you have to look at that while you're like using the bathroom. God, remember those Delta ads that were like, you know, like with your union dues, you can buy a PlayStation yeah, 5. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that was Delta <laughs> Airlines. Yeah, you could. That, you, you son of a bitch. My kid's sick and I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. So, anyway, that's. My PlayStation 5. That, 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 that's it for like Alabama and, and for, for Amazon in there. They're essentially just like doing everything they can to bust that union. And I sincerely hope. That this thing goes through, there's it's like a seven week period. Uh, it would be very, very like it would be a huge win. Like it will be so, like a like a you know a, a skin on the wall, and you can just say, "Hey, 
it's possible deep in the you know heart of the south where they say union organizing is impossible we need this to happen we definitely need this to happen I, I was fired up i didn't realize i was that fired up for that but man your, such a calm guy dude that's your fired up yeah i don't know what my deal is uh so anyway i think that's it for me on on anything anything else we wanted to kind of no, Head I was going to say some good news. Some good news. Yeah, what's the good news? Did just just local stuff. Did you see in our um, for the city of New Orleans? Because you know we're like an Amtrak hub. We're they're restoring the uh, the Amtrak's Gulf Coast back. line. They're yeah, they're restoring the Gulf Coast line that we lost during Katrina. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go from New Orleans to Bay St. Louis mm-hmm. to Biloxi to Gulfport to um, Birmingham, not Birmingham, but um, Mobile. Yeah. I'm excited for that because I go to I go to Bay St. Louis all the time. I'd love to ride the train. I wonder if there's going to be jobs coming up for that too. I'm sure people could could you know work work on Am work for Amtrak. Be rocking. That'd be rocking, rocking, mm-hmm. rocking. Anyway, cool. That, that's it. that's interesting. I you don't really think about train travel in a time like this, but I imagine it's probably safer than airplane travel. Could you? booted edge like gets Amtrak to like turn a small profit and then they, we build new railway rail rail. There's a whole reason why Amtrak sucks. Yeah. And, but the, I will get into it because they don't own their own tracks, but yeah. I don't want to talk about too much because we're on the I can actually yeah. direct um, folks. So there's a, a former guest on the show. Her name's Jen Briney. Uh, she's mm-hmm. the host of the congressional disc podcast. She has an episode way back in her catalog where she talks about um, the problems with Amtrak I think it's probably from about 2015. Um, I can try and dig it up and maybe post it out, like tweet it out or something like that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if uh, Pete Buttigieg fixes uh, Amtrak and uh, and fixes those things, I will do the high hope stance on stream. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold I'm, you to that. Dude, I will do it. I love I love trains so much. Yeah, trains are awesome. I agree that trains are awesome. But yeah, I guess that's all we got, huh? Yeah, that's a wrap. So um, you can listen to Good Morning Comrade every Tuesday on WHIV. Uh, you can also check out our website, goodmorningcomrade.com, where you can uh, find out where to support the show, patreon.com slash goodmorningcomrade. Uh, we have begun the process of doing uh, weekly shows. We're about halfway through our first week, and I haven't missed one yet. That's good news, right? Yeah, you've been on it. Um, so it's a nice, relaxed little stream to like drink your coffee too. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to be doing that every Tuesday, every day, uh, at eight o'clock central time in the morning. Uh, that's going to be on our YouTube channel. Uh, go to YouTube, just Google good morning comrade. Uh, and then Robert has been, uh, holding it down over here on twitch.tv. Uh, maybe we'll just hang on here, uh, play a little more Hades. Or are you good? Yeah. Or you good? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to. I can just fire up the stream. Cool. Um, well, I was going to hang for a little bit, and we can just kind of hang and, ch- and chop it up together. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Timus for hanging out. Timus2000 for hanging out in chat. Uh, he likes trains, too. Appreciate that. Uh, thanks to everybody. Uh, Patreon.com slash GoodMorningComrade. Thanks. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.